Batman Universe. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Batman Universe, your source for all Batman news, random tangents, and discussions of green socks and confirming every detail possible for the new upcoming DC Cinematic Universe. Week in and week out. Absolutely. That's what we're bringing to you. And and we are back. Uh, As always, I am one of your co-hosts, Andy DiGenova. I am Jamie McGow. And I am Brian Crosby. And we are Wild Stallions. Stallions. I know, it does feel like that every time <laughs> it does, we're supposed to It feels to do that. like we need to do that. Wild, Wild World. It's, Wild World. It's Wild Stallions or Three Amigos. Yeah, truth. Because I almost wanted to do the Three Amigos yeah. so immediately after that. <laughs> I'm having ideas for next Halloween. <laughs> oh, I like where your head is, oh, Andy. Okay. Andy, I like that you mentioned the green socks because I was been a little thinking while. about Scoot. Old Scoot, as, miss, as you do, I as miss you do, morning. weekly, daily, really. Sure, not right. But we haven't brought him up in a little while, and what do you guys think? What do you guys think Scoot's doing right now? I like to right think, now. I like to think he's waking up, cup of Joe, just green socks. I, I feel like Scoot <laughs> <laughs> walking around in his bathrobe and green socks. And I, I, bathrobe optional. Yeah, maybe just maybe green just socks. the green socks. <laughs> I'm going to picture the bathrobe. <laughs> oh boy! So we've uh, got a lot to cover this week. Yeah, we do. Yeah, last week we just missed this one, didn't we? This big rumor that hit yes. uh, about the potential of Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice being split into two films. It's kind of come full circle. This rumor, it so. really has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It there was a, an image that came out that was supposedly from the upcoming teaser, which we may see now in a couple of weeks, um, and it had release dates for a first part called Enter the Night, set for October twenty fifth, twenty fifteen, uh, and then. Dawn of Justice Part 2 with the existing uh, date in March of 2016. So in the absence of real news, everybody runs with the rumor, and this spread like wildfire everywhere. Well, I think the fact that there was a a blurry screenshot, that always helps with the idea that there's some, you know, tangibility to it because... You know, it feels like it could be from some press event or something like that, you know, or probably not a press event, but, you know, something that, because we do get a lot of character reveals, design reveals, concept art, through things like that. Yeah. Um, but I think we all wanted this to be true. So, so bad. Well, just even <laughs> in the basis that we're going to get this movie earlier than expected, I mean, right. I think that was one of the key points, too. Right. And obviously, you know... I think from our standpoint, um, it's hard to go with too much. Uh, there's, it's, it's a possible thing to go too much on one of the... But in a movie called Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, there's a lot to work with there. So splitting it into two movies, I think, could work totally well, well, fine if I, that were... I, I think the reason it got so much traction is that the logic behind it was sound. There, right. there were a lot of reasons that this could happen, and you could see Warner Brothers making this move. They've learned that they can get away with it, with mm. uh, with things like The Hobbit and Harry Potter and other studios getting away with it, with Hunger Games and Twilight and things like that. Mm-hmm. They know that people may complain, but they'll still buy a ticket. Right. They have a weak slate for 2015. Yeah. They need this ringer at the end of the year to shore up some cash. Right. We talk about how long the shoot was. Yeah, that's Lord, a Lord huge knows, part. there's tons of material, and we know just the amount of characters and the p- 
potential storylines that there's a lot of material there. So there were a lot of reasons that me that made you go, they could do it. Right. Uh, but the questionable source for that photo is really what we were like, well. Um, so that's why I think it, it took a lot of – I think a lot of people were paying attention because you're like, you know what? We would not put it past Warner Brothers to do this. Well, and we've also – I mean, you go back to the, the, the announcement of the film slate, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a very aggressive film slate. You know, Marvel and DC are, are, are neck and neck with you know, the, the amount of movies that they're planning to release. And with that announcement came the, the, the kind of almost under their breath saying – Oh, and also, by the way, we're going to do a new Batman and new Superman movie somewhere in there, which have yet to be announced. Right, right. right? So that is kind of hovering in the in the ethos as to when this Batman, other other Batman film, solo Batman film, other Superman film are going to hit, and could this be one of them, or you know, could this yeah. be any, you know, another piece of that puzzle? Could we just have a, a quick nod to the um, the joke, the parody of this release image afterwards <laughs> that, that broke it into three parts? Um, being a family friendly show I don't know if we can say what some of the titles were but the third one was Bees I believe <laughs> and I think their I think their point was look how easy it is to fake this image Yeah, right. Right. Um, but yeah the titles they came up with were just, just so <laughs> insanely random and hilarious so stupid we, so were, awesome. we just sat around and laughed <laughs> what, what was this was, like, was it Dense Boner Forest yeah, or something yeah like exactly I, I wasn't sure if that was cool to say yeah you can say boner. Boner. They used to say it on family or not growing family pains. Ties, growing pains. They used to say it on growing pains every week. Oh, if it's good we enough can, for growing if it's pains. Good, if Kirk Cameron allowed it, that crazy bastard. That is sound logic. <laughs> I, I secede. I secede. That is that is sound. Boner is is uh, is cool. That's fireproof. Totally fine. You heard, yeah, you heard it here first. Boner saving is totally saving fine. Christmas. Thank you, Mr. Cameron. Uh, <laughs> Uh, which well, uh, there's a big boner subplot in Saving Christmas with Kirk Cameron, big one. Okay, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I'll have to go back and I just love bees. 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 <laughs> this is the third part three is just bees. So stupid. Fantastic. Uh, so everybody was talking about this. Uh, is it possible? Is it not possible? I I still think it, it is a possibility. Again, yeah. I would not put it past Warner Brothers. However, because the rumor took on so much life of its own, uh, Henry Cavill was out there at the BAFTA Awards, and they asked him straight out, and he said, no, it won't be split into two films. The only caveat I will give to that is he's not necessarily in the loop on that kind of stuff because he's done filming. Right. So... If the executives here in Burbank decide they're going to do that and they start making those moves, nobody's going to call Henry Cavill and about make sure it. that yeah. he knows. So, yeah, yeah he, he. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, so I'm just saying, it does sound like it's unlikely. It sounds like a hoax. It sounds like it was a slow news week and someone had too much time on their hands. Um, but plausible. But I, I'm not, slash hashtag. I'm, I'm going to say it's. On, <laughs> I'm going to say it's on life support, not completely right. dead. Well, it's one of those. If you're a Warner Brothers executive and you go, oh, hey, Zach, how much footage do you have? Exactly. Oh, you got six hours. We're going to make how much money on this movie? Yeah. A billion plus. Yeah. Let's, what if we did two billion? What if we just two, did, did another billion? <laughs> oh, easy. That, and that's exactly easy. it. Is is with the Hobbit, which you guys know I love, and not everybody does, but people complained and complained and cash grab and blah, 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 and they made $3 billion. So yeah, right. they don't care. You can complain totally. all you want as long as you buy a ticket as you complain. Well, the thing, I mean, with The Hobbit, you're taking uh, source material from one thing 
And I think that was where part of the complaint came was there's there's one book, then becomes three movies. But this is an original story. Right. So there's there's no reason this can't be two movies. Like right. You can't call right. anything that would be in two movies fluff because it's it'd be like, no, it's not fluff. It's just the script, whatever the script is or whatever the script became. Right. Obviously, there could be a consideration of fluff. But yeah, when you have something like you say, the source material, that's one book that's broken into three movies. It's easy for people to go, oh, this is obviously they're after my wallet, you know, and and that and people get offended by that. They can but, have it. There's not much in there. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, true. in this case, yeah, they, I'll give them the whole wallet. Touché. It's fine. But I mean, I mean, you, you look at the the film slates for Marvel and DC. You go, okay, there's Avengers: Infinity War parts one and two. Yeah. There's also Justice League parts one and two. You know, this is not as you mentioned before, Andy. This is not unheard of. Yeah, it's no. it, it's be, it's actually becoming the norm. Well, it's, it's not a, just unheard of, especially it's just, when it's the last movie in a thing. Yeah, yeah. right. Where Harry right. Potter. Oh, exactly. Wait, wait, can, can we get one more movie yeah. out of this? Can we get, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, and not to mention, and not to harp too long on this, but it's Batman v Superman. Each of these characters can hold a movie their own, and then some easily, and have. Yeah. And then now we're throwing Wonder 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 Woman Wonder Woman, Woman into the mix, and whatever characters are going to be in this. You know, right. it's like there's plenty. There is plenty of room, uh, or maybe not enough room for one movie. Well, there's plenty of room t- for expansion, I should say. Well, up until now, with the amount of things that we've been hearing about this movie, uh, the different characters and whatnot, and the amount of things it has to do, there have been there's been a vocal group of people who that's too much for one movie. Yeah. Of course, now that there's a rumor that it could be two. How how dare they? And they still don't know what they're doing. You know, there's there's always going to be a group of naysayers. Gonna, always, we're going to cry foul either uh, way. I say, but, bring it on, man! But I know, I know, we movies. all agree that like if we could get the first Batman half this year, bring <laughs> no it on! Complaints, no complaints at all. I'll take Scoot sooner rather than later. That's all I have to say. All right. So <laughs> I, I can't remember if we actually addressed this last week or not. But it looks like the the rumor that uh, that first Batman v Superman trailer will indeed hit uh, with Jupiter ascending. That rumor has gained a lot of traction as Andy dangled that proverbial carrot oh for a gosh. few weeks. So good call, Andy. I, I I can't remember if we talked about this last week or not. We did we did talk a little bit about it, but I mean the fact that it is still it's not gaining, going away. It's not yeah. going away is a really good thing, and I just like to think that it may, well, it makes we can sense. we can it confirm that they they liked Andy. Andy's suggestion and are running with it. Thank I, you. I'd like to say that and, and the, someone the in the universe is the origin spot. Hashtag confirmed. Yeah. Hashtag Andy DiGenova. Boom. <laughs> 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 someone in the, the Facebook Batman Universe group posted the, uh, the, the article about Jupiter sending and said, hey, didn't they didn't they predict this on the podcast? Yeah. Which means someone's listening, That's which right. is important. Right. That's um, good. And yes. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And hashtag confirmed, correct, are you. Uh, so, yeah, so hopefully... I will this... go, and as soon as the title card for Jupiter Ascending comes up... I will leave. I will leave. I will, <laughs> I will, well, I will go well, home and watch it online. Somewhere. First, you'll stand and turn to the audience to receive your applause, you know, right? Because... Yes. Because it's your doing. Really. It, it, obviously. I'll be there. I'll be I, there. I, I, I have a lot of pull. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully we see that. I really hope that we get that. I know I, I will totally buy a ticket to go watch that in theaters. Like Me too. Absolutely. Yes. Me too. I want to see it on the big screen. <laughs> yeah. So um, we'll see what happens. Um, in other news, uh, this story just came out uh, yesterday, I think, uh, that a uh, Henry Cavill apparently... 
uh, started a tradition um, that he shoot well, that he started basically while shooting Man of Steel. Uh, that the U.S. military have a series of coins to commemorate each department. Uh, so he thought, uh, considering the epic journey that he all went, that we, his quote is, I thought, considering the epic journey we all went through on such an iconic project, it's only fair that we have our own coin too. So basically, he gave out to the cast and crew of BVS these coins that basically have, one has an S and it's white, and this is Batman v Superman, and then it has the shooting dates from start to finish, and then the other, the black coin with... The Batman logo. I don't know if it. it's, it's two just, coins or I, I think, think it's, oh, I think oh, it's is the it? other side. Yeah, I think it's, oh. it's two sided. Oh, I was thinking it was two. Uh, that's actually yeah. better. It would make so, more sense. So yeah. when Scoot McNeary plays Two Face, uh-huh. this is the coin he's going to be using. Wouldn't that be yeah. something? He's no, playing like, Two Feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming soon to Gotham. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So uh, I think it's safe to say that we're all um, immediately seeing those and going, okay, how many loans do I need to take out to get one of these? They're things? so cool. And, like, what a cool move by Cavill. You know, right. like, what a cool guy that out of his own pocket he had these made so right. he could give it out to the cast and crew. That's cool. Well, and it's and it's the fact that it follows a U.S. military tradition. I mean, it, like, puts a lot of kind of oomph behind a yeah. gift like that. So yeah. good guy, you know, Henry. Yeah, he's Superman. Oh, oh Henry. Henry, he's a good guy. Oh Henry, if I may, <laughs> cornbread. Oh, oh Henry, <laughs> <laughs> cornbread, corn fed. Yeah, and British, <laughs> and British. Uh, we want one of these coins. So, if you're listening, cast and crew of BVS, and you're wondering what to give us if as you, a, if you gift. happen to have Valentine's Day just around the corner, <laughs> if you happen to have three more of these just laying around, uh, we'd. Be more than happy to receive. I'm, I'm willing to bet that at least a few of our listeners have a load of these. Just I like to think around. Henry listens to the podcast. Henry, oh Henry, <laughs> could you? Would you? Oh Henry, <laughs> would you? Could you with a Henry? I I think we all would. <laughs> I, like I know you were going Doctor Seuss, but I had nothing there. I couldn't follow up. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, check those out if those you haven't are very seen. Cool. They're they're amazing. Um, moving on. Uh, Batman vs. Robin. So we have a release of some of the uh, voice actors that are going to be playing uh, the voice cast for the animated sequel to 2014 Son of Batman. Um, the, the sequel is inspired by Scott Snyder's iconic Court of Owls storyline. Uh, even though it's called Batman vs. Robin, uh, it's kind of strange. Uh, but, you know, I, th- I think we're going to get a lot more Court of Owls than we're saying. And as we've talked about before you got to put Batman in the title. This is a way to do it. Um, so it's not a direct adaptation, but the film will premiere at WonderCon April 3rd through the 5th in Anaheim. It's directed by Jay Oliva, and uh, the script is written by J.M. Dematis. Dematis? I, Correct? Yeah, I think that's exactly, I think that's spot on. <laughs> and I think he does that voice. Even, too, he says even with that. Dematis? That, he says it like he's a yeah. gremlin. <laughs> So sorry, uh, JM. Sorry, buddy. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. We're going to see the Court of the Owls for the first time in in some other type of media other than the comic books. I would love to see you know Talon and the Court of the Owls mm-hmm. in live action. I think that would be super cool at some point. But to get them now and kind of into the into the broader you know um, movie going audience a little bit with you know in Batman versus Robin again. I'm, I'm with you. Not a huge fan of that of that title, but. Because it's not a direct adaptation of the Court of the Owls storyline, 
as long as we're it, seeing it, some it, of that. I mean, that was such a pivotal move in the comics. You know, yeah. I mean, that got so many people back into reading comics. Right. Yeah. Reading Batman comics was that Court of Owls story arc. Um, well, to posit the so. idea that there is this kind of underground secret organization that's been in Gotham all along that Batman didn't know about. Didn't know about. Is a, is a really cool idea. I mean, Very it's cool. always been, it's Batman City and, you know, he knows every corner of it. And so yeah. It's a really kind of cool cultish idea. Yeah, so... Uh, there's some pretty awesome uh, uh, people that have played, have done uh, some voice work for Batman films before. I, I like to to point out that Weird Al Yankovic is going to be the doll maker in it's this, freaking awesome. which is just a wonderful, <laughs> it's about time, wonderful choice. I mean, honestly, it's like we all knew it was coming, but it's finally here. So Weird Al is a part of the Batman U in some way, shape, or form. So uh, we won't read through the whole list, but um, unless you want to, well, well I think I think we not? should. In case <laughs> All right, people, Brian, take it away. In case people didn't <laughs> read it, in case you haven't seen it, Jason O'Mara is returning as Batman Bruce Wayne, uh, Stuart Allen as Robin slash Damian Wayne, Sean Mayer as Nightwing, David McCollum as Alfred Pennyworth, Jeremy Sisto, who once played Batman, uh, will now be the Talon, uh, Greg Griffin as a character named Samantha, Weird Al we mentioned. Robin Atkin Downs as Grandmaster, Peter Onorati as Draco, and my favorite part of this announcement, Kevin Conroy as Thomas Wayne. That is awesome. That is awesome. He's got to be in there. So it appears that this is set in the same continuity as Son of Batman. It is a it's, direct it's a sequel. sequel. Yeah. It is a sequel, which is something new that they're now doing with these animated films. They were one-offs, but... Uh, First with Justice League War, now has a direct sequel in Throne of Atlantis, which just came out digitally this week. And now Son of Batman is getting a sequel as well. So it's interesting that they decided they wanted to keep that continuity going for some of these some of these animated films. I think that's cool. I do too. Yeah. I mean, Son of Batman was great. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I think this is going to be uh, equally cool. <clears throat> um, so Kit Harington, for you Game of Thrones fans, I believe he plays a character called Jon Snow. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge Game of Thrones. I've never actually seen the show at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was asked by MTV News in the UK if he'd ever like to play a big screen superhero. And, because that is Which the Which is a hilarious day. question because... So like, yeah, who yeah, says no to this? But I have, I love, no, thank you. It looks yeah, like no. we've talked about with like the press junkets when these other actors like, this guy's not even in a superhero movie. <laughs> yeah, I'd like, and they're like, eh, Game of Thrones, that's nice. <laughs> okay, what do you think <laughs> about Batman v Superman? <laughs> I mean, Jennifer Lopez said this week that she wants to be a superhero. Everybody wants to be I'm a superhero. But they asked Kit Harington and he said he would like to play uh, Batman. And that was his response. And he said, I'd love to play a superhero. I would love to play Batman. But then he says this. Which I love. I would camp him up a bit again. It's gone way too dark and serious. I'd like to proper spandex it up. See, I love this just because... This is not the response I'm sure they were expecting. No, no. But I love this just because he... I couldn't see him playing Batman, like a serious Batman anyway. Um, Even though he plays a serious role in Game of Thrones. It's my understanding. I think he's kind of a little guy. And oh. and he's just I don't know. It's so just, is Michael Keaton. It's just his look. Yeah, that's true. True. Touche. Um, but uh, I don't know his look. I feel like even though I haven't seen him do anything campy or anything like that. First of all, I would just love to see a new take on a spandex version of Batman. You know, just a Batman sixty six tribute style or you know anything like that. We, um, we've seen it. And it's out of the norm. <laughs> well... We've seen that, my Well, friend. no, no, no. Yes. No, I think it's... That's what Schumacher it's, intended to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I you you're gonna call that a success? Like, no, no, I didn't success, say that. I didn't but, say that. But it is a big I, screen version of, of that. Can't be Batman. Yeah, yeah, but I want to see it done well, or like you know, I don't know. So what would you do different if you were gonna do Can't Be Batman big screen Just on the spot like this? Yeah. Because really, that's I've always thought that's what Schumacher wanted to do. What I what he I was would, bring, he was bringing back the bombastic kind of craziness of the fifties and sixties. But what I would do is I would set it in and basically make it exist in in the past. I wouldn't put it at the current time frame. I think that's what is really hard to swallow about a really campy Batman like that. Is putting it. I, I'm not saying that that would that this take should be the new take because I think serious is the way to go. That's what I do like. Mm-hmm. But if you could kind of you know, Earth to it and have a separate universe, you know, I would do kind of like like a 60s version, essentially, where you're kind of acknowledging like that this is, it, just like when we watch 60s Batman, mentally you're not thinking about it in the current time period. You're thinking about it kind of when TV and movies were like this, yeah. and you accept it in that way. So I wouldn't say this is campy Batman 2014, 2015, I would say this is. I'd put it in a different time period. Interesting. I would age it to that time period to make it work. Okay. Because I think I think that's. I mean, for what it was, the, some of the Schumacher stuff worked okay, but mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just don't think it was a good blending. So. Well, you know what I think would be interesting too. I mean, if if you're gonna if you're going to do a a lighter take on on Batman, and not to the not, not to the degree of the of the '60s show, but if you were to like. If you take kind of the um, the TV universe of, of Arrow and Flash, mm-hmm. you said, we're going to do a Batman that is more in the spirit of kind of that Denny O'Neill, Neil Adams Batman where he's in the blue and the gray, yeah. and he's set in the TV universe. Yeah. And it, it's lighter in the sense of it's more adventurous with uh, you know outlandish characters and villains and things like that, but it's not necessarily the dark serious tone right but it's the tone uh, that would fit within the the green arrow flash universe you could almost do like an indiana jones style where because there's certain things like about indiana jones even that that feel you know like i would love to see like you know dynamic duo yeah like yeah brought to life yeah but i i think i think that yeah i agree i just think i think doing it saying that this that's how it is now or doing a Mm -hmm. continuation story or changing it Mm -hmm. i think that's wrong but I would love to see this type of story tackled again by somebody else with different intent, you know? Well, I think it could totally be good. I as a period totally piece, awesome. is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think just setting it... You wouldn't even have to say this is in the 60s. I think just having everything that exists in the film be of an era, you know, and, sh- and look of a certain era, you know, I think would really help, you know, and even just the quality of it. Anyways, we're getting too far into that. No, uh, but it's... it's that's, that's what this podcast is about. It is truly about all that. <laughs> Andy's been quite silent throughout all this. Any any thoughts on it? No, no. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Andy is good. All right. So, uh, yeah, Kit Harrington, uh, good on you for, for throwing in your hat into, into the ring and <laughs> some potential future <laughs> spandex version of Batman. Should that ever happen? Uh, this has been a good year for one of our favorite Batman, maybe our favorite Batman. Mm. Um, Michael Keaton is having a heck of a year because of Birdman. Uh, just on Sunday, he won the Golden Globe for Best Actor. 
and then just this morning, he was nominated for Best Actor uh, in the Academy Awards. So, uh, big kudos to Michael Keaton. Congratulations on your Golden Globe. He gave a fantastic speech. I think we all got a little misty. It's great to see him get this kind of recognition. And I am hoping that he is re- he has a new speech ready for Oscar night because I think he's the front runner. Yeah, I agree. I think so, I, too. I mean, honestly, it's... We all love Michael Keaton as Batman, you know, but to me, he's always felt like kind of a, his own, like a niche actor in his yeah. own sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I never really thought of him being like a Daniel Day-Lewis kind of guy, you mm-hmm. know? It's like, he does, you know, like Beetlejuice and these movies, you know? But I guess that's also probably what people said about him before he played Batman. It's like, right. Mr. Mom. certain things or Mr. Mom. That's you what know, he got when he Mr. Mom. Cast, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, it's, it is so gratifying, I think, uh, I'm sure for him and, and for people who love Michael Keaton as Batman to see him not only win, but, but commit to the performance that he did in Birdman. If you haven't seen Birdman, do yourself a favor and see it. There is some knocks on kind of superhero genre in the film. Yeah, um, I feel like it's. I, I took it fine. You know, I didn't. No, I didn't take I, it, as an I, it was. It was. I, yeah, it's kind it, of a jest. You yeah, know? yeah, that didn't bother me. I I enjoyed the movie too. I think it's it's much more about just kind of a a bigger statement on relevancy and what really matters in life and all that kind of stuff. And they're just using superhero movies as kind of a a metaphor for that. Yeah, but, uh, and but, a kind of a mirror to Keaton's life, obviously. Exactly right. But um, but I do I do like in the, in the, when he says you know hey I said no to Birdman four yeah <laughs> just just like he said no to Batman forever that's right yeah absolutely so I mean all that being said his he does a phenomenal job in the movie I mean really, oh, I walked away yeah. being like dude I had no idea that Keaton could act like that anymore yeah. I mean it, it's like I knew he could act but. First of all, he hasn't done anything in a long time like that, you know. And second of all, it's like to come back and do a movie like that and really just be like, it's like an actor's movie. I it mean, is. It's it is. And and it is. It's very cool and gratifying to see this groundswell of support for him just yes. from his peers, from the industry. It's like it's almost like he he made this film. He gives this great performance, and the entire industry was like, we've never given him his proper due. Yeah. This is the year that yeah. we celebrate Michael Keaton. Yeah. And and it's kind of really cool to see that. What I love that even people were commenting on like how he accepted the award, you know, it wasn't like he was like, Oh, it's just a golden globe and kind of, you know, cause some people it's like getting that award, you know, maybe not wouldn't have shown the appreciation that he did, but he got up there and it's like, he, he showed how much that meant to him. You right. Know? And yeah. like the yeah. acknowledgement of that, what that meant to him. And, and that, I don't know. Everyone is just, I think, is just really, like, touched by that, like, it how is, cool yeah. that is for him. Well, and, so. and to your point, Kudos, he, he's a great actor who has worked a long time. Yes. But has never really gotten the critical response. Yeah. He's been successful. He's yeah. been, you know, well-loved by the public. But he never really got that. Yeah. You know, because if you, if you look at his lineup of movies, I mean, he did some great roles that sure. I think he got good reviews in. Yeah. But, um, never like this. Never like And it really kind of mirrors the feel of the movie, honestly. Right. Like, it's an actor trying to get recognition after something that he's just, you know, basically been typecasted to mentally by people. And, and here it is. Here it is happening in real life. So. Yeah. Dude, so yes. And we and, we and, love you, Michael Keaton. Dude, and if, you're, if you're the writer of the Academy Award show, here's what you do. The presenter who's going to be presenting Best Actor has to say, Michael Keaton for Birdman, and then look at Michael and go, you don't really think you'll win, do you? <laughs> <laughs> to which Michael Keaton's response will be, 
things change. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the idea of it. That would be amazing. You know that half of, like, three quarters of the room would be like, that was just cruel. Like, no, 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 no it's, from, it's from the movie. It's from it's the okay. movie, guys. It's okay, guys. It's okay. Like, that was so mean. If it doesn't play there, save it for the Spike Awards. It'll, <laughs> oh, it'll, 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 it'll be bad. Oh, it'll kill. Yeah. It'll kill. It'll kill. Absolutely. At the Spike. Or MTV Movie Awards as well. A- absolutely. Just saying, you can have that free of charge. Hollywood. Agreed. Good. Good call. Okay, I love this uh, bit of news. Uh, we all knew this. This was a this was a phenomenon that happened, you know, in in San Francisco a while back. Uh, everyone was talking about it. Bat Kid, and uh, at the Slam Dance Film Festival in Park City, Utah, on January twenty third through the 29th, uh, Bat Kid begins the Wish Heard Around the World uh, documentary will debut. If you haven't seen this trailer, check it out. I'm not going to lie, I got emotional watching this trailer. It is incredibly heartwarming. Um, and then this week, the official movie poster for Bat Kid Begins was revealed, and it was done by none other than legendary film poster artist uh, Drew Struzan. If you're not so familiar bad. with Drew's wor- work, you are. You are familiar with yeah, Drew's work. Yeah. You just don't know it. Star Wars, Back to the Future, uh, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. The list goes on and on. Yeah. He's done some of the most amazing uh, film posters in, in, Police in cinematic. Academy. Police Academy. Uh, great, nice book. Great call, Andy. <laughs> and now he did a new one. He came out of retirement to do uh, Bat Kid Begins. And it, it is a very cool illustration that he's uh, created. Uh, go check out this trailer. Check out this poster. And I look forward to seeing this film as soon as it comes. Uh, as soon as I can. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think I'll be at Slam Dance, but uh, wherever I can see it, I, yeah. I definitely want to see this. So cool. So cool for him. It's, awesome. it's a very touching story. All right, moving on to television. Uh, Gotham is back. Uh, it returned last week, took this week off, and then comes back again next week. Gotham returns to the air on January 19th with the episode entitled What the Little Bird Told Him. Gordon attempts to get his job back at the GCPD by tracking down Jack Gruber, who was last seen in Rogue's Gallery. While some thought he may end up being Hugo Strange, he will actually be a lesser-known character from the comics called the Electrocutioner. In this episode, he escapes Arkham, sending Gordon on the hunt to reclaim him. Uh, The Electrocutioner was last seen in Batman Arkham Origins as one of the assassins hired to kill Batman. His traditional secret identity is Lester... Bukinski? Yeah. yeah. I have never heard of the Electrocutioner. I thought they made him up for the no, show. No, this is a, a lesser-known DC Comics uh, villain. I don't think he's actually been in the comics since like the early 90s, like 92. He, and he basically, in Arkham Origins, uh, is is just a catalyst for Batman to get these really cool electrocution gloves. Yeah. He's like... Oh. He's, yeah, he basically, it's like... He's in there, but he, you know, as a villain, but like his threats, He's a plot device. Yeah, he's a plot device, totally. But um, still still a cool, still a cool pull. But I know a lot of people were talking about thinking that this character was a precursor to Hugo Strange. I, right? It crossed my mind. He, he does right? look like he him. He looks like him, totally. exactly. Yeah. He looks like him, and he had the very calculating mm-hmm. personality, mm-hmm. and you could tell he was kind of scary and smart. And so, yeah, that was kind of where my mind went, except for the fact that that wasn't his name. Right. Well, but I think we've seen with, with Gotham, which I think is actually exciting, because we, you know, as Batman fans know these stories so well, we've seen them so many times, the the origin of these characters. What I find exciting about the show is that they're doing a totally new take on how the events kind of unfold in the in the Batman mythology. Um, I mean, Ivy, for one, is a, is a name change that, you know, I assume will happen at some point. Maybe, yes. maybe not. Um, but it was, a, it was compelling last week when she was camping out in Gordon's apartment <laughs> and, and playing a seductress <laughs> over the phone. <laughs> that, 
Come on. Uh, that Ivy was, Pepper. That was Were you turned good. on a little bit? Uh, uh, <laughs> every every sh- time Ivy Pepper shows up on this show, I'm like, nobody's asking for this. Yeah. You need to abandon. Yeah. Abandon ship on Ivy Pepper. Well, yeah, let's just say that Gotham, while, while a uh, <laughs> success, and I love it, it's not 100%. Okay, there's, some, there's a few things that I would change. But. That, yeah, I, Ivy, Ivy will inevitably go through a dramatic change at some point. Yeah. Uh, uh, Barbara is the character I could really do without at yeah. this point. Yeah, I'm um, with you. Both. I think everybody is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good with... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, at at some do. point, I think Ivy will be adopted by the Isleys. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I think a lot of times they do this sort of stuff in these shows. You know, they upset you for a reason so that when you get, do get, like, some sort of resolve, it feels more gratifying and you connect with the character more. You know, yeah. sometimes they make you hate a character to bring you back over well, they the got, other I mean, side. With, char- <laughs> with stories like this, where, you know, Smallville did very similar things, where, you know, the characters that you know and love, they take a, a different route entirely, having Lex Luthor and Clark can't be best friends, and you go, right. well, well, how do you get to a point where these guys hate each other, mm-hmm. and Lex doesn't know that Clark can't Superman anymore? Right. Right? So it's the same kind of thing. You know, they're, they're expanding on what is very little... Source material in the mm. in the comic books and making something much larger that's got to extend over how who knows how many seasons yeah. uh, on on television. And it's always cool to try something new. You know, I yeah. think it's not always a success, but you know, it's worth the risk. And so. I I love actually. So this week we saw a couple of new images come from the set of Gotham, mm-hmm. uh, including uh, images of Haley Circus, mm-hmm. uh, which. That's awesome. As we've yeah. established, so cool. we are all humongous fans of Dick Grayson and Haley Circus and Robin. Um, John Grayson was actually cast this week, uh, an actor that I was not familiar with. He's from uh, the soap operas One Life to Live and As the World Turns. He's he was he's really good in As the World Turns. <clears throat> we learned something about Andy today. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> we, you, you've stumped us, my ear friend. Ear to ear, smile going. <laughs> uh, well, that's what I heard. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Good Ghostbusters. Uh, the ill-fated father of Robin to be will be played by Rob Gorey. Uh, he makes his debut in episode 16, uh, entitled "The Blind Fortune Teller." So we look forward to seeing John Grayson and Haley Circus. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be so rad. And uh, Crane is coming to scare Gotham as well. Uh, The fearsome Dr. Crane is going to be an episode that premieres um, February 2nd, and it features a story where Gordon and Bullock try to track down a killer who targets victims and with severe phobias. Uh, The quote-unquote Crane in the title is believed to be the father of infamous Jonathan Crane, a.k.a. the Scarecrow, which is super cool. I've seen, I think I've mentioned before, one of the stories... Um, uh, the Dark Knight stories. It was like that Dark Knight run of the comic book yep. where it was showed the origin story of kind Scarecrow. of the child abuse, yeah, yeah, and all the child abuse locked that, away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was, was super. It was cool. a great story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, I think it's a, a great way to kind of introduce Scarecrow into this universe. That said, gotta love it. Gotham needs to be careful of of this kind of thing, in my opinion. Um, that everybody is the parent Son. of something yeah. Yeah. so that it, yeah. like Black Mask yeah. they did it right they've got yeah. to they've got to be careful that that doesn't become a, a device that they just go to we you know I, I mentioned this with, with the Flash where not every villain is created by the particle accelerator uh, in Smallville not every villain is created by the meteor shower uh, in Gotham's case 
Not every villain needs to be the son or daughter of somebody who does something very similar yeah. to them in Gotham City. Yeah. Or whose yeah. parents, something happens with their parents <laughs> that affects them, you know, i.e. Bruce Wayne, i.e. Right. Pamela, I, right. well, right. Ivy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ivy Pepper. I, I, that said, I love what they're doing with, with Penguin. Um, we, you know, we're seeing, you know, Harvey Dent be a little bit older, you know, so we're seeing kind of the formation of that character. Mm-hmm. Um you know, as you mentioned, that story in, in, in The Dark Knight was a, was a great story, uh, beautifully illustrated. Uh, so I hope this will, will deliver on some of that. Because yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a dark, sinister story. It, it, it really cool. is. It really is. But it was very good. So, All right. Back to uh, Lego Batman 3, which has, of course, been out uh, since November. <laughs> the little video game that just won't quit. Exactly. Giving us it's more so and more. More and more content. So... I need to get around to getting it. But the Arrow uh, DLC became available on Tuesday. Uh, and then there is a new character pack coming out on January 20th. That is the Rainbow character pack <laughs> featuring Rainbow Batman and Rainbow Raider. And that will be available for free again on Tuesday, January 20th. It really is the gift that keeps on giving. I would just like to think that Kit Harrington will someday play the Rainbow Batman in live action. Oh, yeah. See, there you go. It's already done. Hashtag it's already confirmed. happening. Hashtag, Hashtag confirmed. confirmed. <laughs> Kit Harrington. Rainbow Batman. We want you. Rainbow <laughs> Batman. And there is some awesome uh, theme park news this week. Uh, Studio City Macau, unfortunately. It's very, very far away from where we live. <laughs> um, Macau's in Burbank, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They've announced that they're building a super casino um, that will feature characters from DC Comics and Warner Brothers. Uh, this super casino will feature a new Batman-themed flight simulator. The ride is entitled Batman Dark Flight. It's being billed as an action-packed motion ride that lets visitors, quote, fly through Gotham City following Batman as he brings some of the most notable supervillains from his rogues gallery to justice. Awesome. I want to go to Macau. Let's go. I want to go. Field trip. We got to go ride that new Batman, the Justice League ride. We got to go ride the new Batman coaster, I think, in Texas. Yes. Now we got to go ride Batman Dark Flight. Ah. So we'll get that Kickstarter going, and you guys can, you know, the plane tickets and everything. We'll tell you all about it. Yeah, trust me. We will cover it comprehensively. So thank you guys in advance. Yeah. (laughs) Moving on to merchandise. uh, Batman 66, the second season, part one. So for those of you who are getting the box set and buying individually, uh, the second season will be available on DVD for $40 on February 10th and will feature the first 30 episodes of that season beginning with, quote-unquote, shoot a crooked arrow and ending at, quote-unquote, the bat's cow tow. Uh, so, yeah, for those of you who are kind of just going in bit by bit, that'll be available available for you on February 10th. And there's tons of Batman 66 out there, uh, including some upcoming talking dolls from Entertainment Earth. These things are creepy. Have you seen them? I haven't no, seen I haven't. them. I've only, I've only read the text, so now I need to, to Google it up. But uh, there are 17-inch dolls, so that's big. That's a pretty yes. good size. That's a good size. Uh, they start arriving later this month. The actual date is TBD, but there is an Adam West Batman, there is a Burt Ward Robin, and there is a Cesar Romero Joker. Ugh. They're poseable dolls, but they will speak catchphrases when squeezed. Squeezed. Forty dollars each. Awesome. I think we can do it. Awesome. Guys. Forty I think bucks. We each get one, and we'll have That's a little playtime with uh, with our little. With we'll our little we'll each just little hold them as we record. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how many how many holy catchphrases for Robin can you oh pack into that little yeah that little fella? Oh my gosh. And I mean. This is awesome. It would be... Uh, that, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I just love that you wrote awesome. Awesome. <laughs> it's like, but but not, not an exclamation point, just a period. So it's 
Definitively, they are sweet. dolls. I want. These. They are dolls, so he didn't want to get too overzealous yeah. about it. You know, show no, that's, true color. It is awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. Let's not get crazy with you. <laughs> we have um, some listener feedback this week. Uh, we love when you guys give us feedback. It helps us uh, kind of craft the show in a way that uh, satisfies you. This week we got some uh, some from uh, Raymond Schaefer who posted on the BatmanUniverse.net. And he said, hey, guys, just wanted to say you three are absolutely amazing to listen to. Well, thank you, Raymond. Wow, buddy. And I wanted to ask if for some reason all of the live-action Batmans had to duke it out, who would win? Christian Bale's Batman, Michael Keaton's Dark Knight, or maybe Adam West's Caped Crusader? Sorry about my spelling on a phone. LOL. (laughs) Anyways, guys, keep it up. Hashtag... Freaking confirmed. confirmed. He didn't write freaking confirmed, but hashtag confirmed. Well, he had two exclamation points, so I... Oh, yeah, so you punched that it That translates up to freaking. Dude, can I just say, first of all, Raymond, thank you. And second of all, uh, I love that how you crafted this question, even. I mean, it feels like uh, like it's it's uh, the ending of a Batman 66 episode, you know? like <laughs> That's true. Christian Bale's Batman? <laughs> Michael Keaton's Dark mark. Knight? Two question or marks. Or maybe Adam West's Cape Crusader? Question mark, exclamation point. <laughs> it's beautiful. So, well crafted. Your punctuation is impeccable, yeah. Ray. Good on you, Raymond. <laughs> so what do you think, guys? Okay. Now, okay. Let's set this up properly, right? Every Batman is in... When they played Batman. So we're talking 89 Michael Keaton. Yeah. 95 Val Kilmer. 97 Clooney. Christian Bale of the of the 2000s. Mm. 66 Adam West. Lewis Wilson of 1943. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> Who, Who wants to go first? Who wants to go... I I will I immediately jump to Bale because he's the one we see the most technique as far as actual fighting goes and we see the most training. So yeah. I think I think the fact that Nolan's films are more kind of the, the, an attempt to really ground this character. Yeah, we sort of see more of of that side of like who really could kick butt. Yeah, you know, like yeah. in that in that sense, like the training and everything behind it, and what's actually feasible versus a gimmick or a trick that maybe wouldn't work. I mean, there's straight up brawling, right? You know, in exactly. these movies. So I, I I'd have to say I'm with you when it comes to just absolute like. You know who's going to throw down? Who's going to come out on top? Um, yeah, yeah, that, and not choosing favorites based off of look or anything. Exactly. Any of those yeah, other it's, it's easy to like follow your heart, but if I try, you try to take a step back and just look at what you saw in each of those films from those yeah. characters. The one who looks like yeah. he can take on the most and has the most training and and the most real fighting skill. I think it's Bale. I mean, if we're if we're even thinking about, I might even go Affleck in terms of just the sheer size of the guy. He's like, a beast. Well, I mean, that's what I, I was I was going to throw out the footnote. Right. Uh, this answer is only good until March of sixteen. Right. So. Because he's a huge or guy. October or October. <laughs> oh please, knock knock. Uh, I, for the first time in ever in one of these games, all three of us agree. Christian oh, Bale. beautiful. For the first yeah. time <laughs> forever. Wow. I'm going to put that song under this right now. Oh, beautiful. I, I, I would love to <laughs> I love when you do crap like that. I would, I would love for there to be a different answer, but I'm with you guys. Christian Bale, I, I think, that based on what we saw, 
Lewis Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> he can't see shit. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, Christian Christian Bale was was amazing. He totally believable that he could do everything that he needed to do. Uh, but I, I'm with you. Affleck could, you know. Is a, is He's a, a monster, He's a man. beast of a man. He's a beast of a man. Just man meat, as Amy Adams put it. Just <laughs> a whole lot of it. So so thank you, Raymond. I, I mean, I wish that was... Sometimes it's more fun when we disagree, because then we can kind of tit for tat. But in this case, it's kind of, <clears throat> I think, unanimous that, you know, Bale, you just got it, buddy. You know? Yeah. You had the training. Yep. You had the know-how. So that was set up from the almost the very beginning of Batman Begins. Yeah, he's in that in that prison and takes on all the the seven uh, other uh, prisoner thugs. Yeah, Uh, this guy can brawl. He can hold his own. And that was before he even really started his training. Yeah, that was just straight up practice. Your practice. Race. I am the devil. (laughs) You're not the devil. Practice. Uh, real quick, uh, uh, before we end out here, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to my brother, uh, Matt, Matt Magoo, the Magoo brother. It was his birthday yesterday, so quick shout out to Matt. Happy Bat's birthday. Bat, Bat, I, I can't think of it. Happy birthday, Brother Magoo. Yes, Brother Magoo, and to all the guys at Super Performance that have listened to the podcast where he works. Oh, oh yeah. Awesome. So, all right. Thanks, yeah, guys. avid listener, so thank you guys, and a shout out to you. Excellent. Well, thank you guys for listening to this week's uh, The Batman Universe podcast. Um, please check out all of our sister podcasts at The Batman Universe and our sister, other sister podcast, The Holy Batcast, that we're at Andy hosts and that we're on from time to time, um, where you can find all kinds of great Batman goodness. Visit the website. Check out all the news there. Go to the Batman Universe Facebook group and please comment on the show. Uh, we'll give you feedback as often as we can. We'll probably read your feedback here on the show itself. We'll be better about checking back and that yes. stuff more often, too. Yes. Yeah. So we apologize if we haven't gotten back to you on that stuff, but we will, uh, we will. be sure to do that. So again, on behalf of Andy and Jamie, uh, I am Brian, and thank you for listening to the Batman Universe. Have a great Bat Week. The Batman Universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham.